The opinions expressed on this webmasterradio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of webmasterradio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of webmasterradio.fm is prohibited. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. Find it here every week on SEM Synergy. Join your host as we learn from the elite of search engine marketing pros and find the winning formula for exceptional search engine marketing. Get the latest news, trends, and analysis in SEO, PPC, branding, SEO design, and analytics. Now, welcome your host, a founding father of SEO and an accomplished search engine marketing scholar, the host of SEM Synergy, Bruce Clay. Good afternoon. Thanks for joining us on SEM Synergy. I'm your host, Bruce Clay. With me are Susan and Virginia. Good afternoon, everyone. Hi, everybody. You can catch SEM Synergy every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern. That's noon Pacific. You can also download it at any time from Webmaster Radio, Search Engine Optimization Channel, stream it on SEMSynergy.com, or pick it up on iTunes. Our guest today is a friend of mine, Topher. Topher Cohen. SEO coordinator at CNN.com. I think everybody's heard of them. Topher's been involved in an interesting experiment to see what tech devices he can live without for a week. You should have seen the torture on his face when he was describing this experiment. It was really, uh, had to live a whole week only on my phone. Yeah. Uh, we'll find out the results uh, of basically what <laughs> really was self-inflicted torture uh, get his take on media's transition, how it interfaces with the web and traditional uh, things that we're all used to. Like, you get me too far away from email, I kind of know I'm in trouble. And, <laughs> and imagine working, I mean, it's, seriously, imagine working for a week without a PC. He's I, actually asking for a suggestions for his next bigger and better challenges right yeah i asked him about it and he said that it wasn't as bad as he thought it was going to be and i was just like i don't care no that's (laughs) stockholm syndrome talking (laughs) well later we're going to be talking about tech needs the kind of technology that we need or couldn't live without um quite frankly you know the 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 concept of needs and what we need from an SEO point of view or a PPC point of view or architecture point of all those things. Um, we kind of created uh, for SEO, and we published it uh, last week, this uh, SEO hierarchy of needs. It was a diagram with some explanation. Uh, Virginia wrote it up very nicely. Um, we're really here to talk about a little bit of that and... Uh, and then, of course, Topher has his needs. <laughs> uh, we can't help that. So uh, why don't you start and describe the overall chart to us, and, and we can comment as we go. Well, it was interesting because it kind of just was an idea birthed out of a joke, like like the Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Oh, there's like an SEO hierarchy of needs, too. But it really actually illustrates this so well, and, and I've gotten a lot of really great feedback from people who are like, this is a diagram that I could show a client who's confused, and it just really just lays it all out. Out there and tells you you know because you can't you can't be looking you can't put the cart before the horse in SEO and um, you need to start with a strong foundation so that's what I think that this diagram helps illustrate yeah I, I can't tell you how many people I've, I've seen you know just either commenting or, or, or tweeting about it saying that they're printing it out and putting it on their wall I mean it's totally that kind of thing you know 
where people are, are printing it out, we're going to do a PDF version so it'll print out nice and glossy and beautiful. Um, we're working on that at the moment. But uh, I, I think it's just, I mean, it's so simple. It's so basic. And it's so obvious that it's almost a light bulb moment when you when you look at it and you're like, you know what? Yeah. And and I mean, there, there are lots of things I love about this. I, I love the fact that the keywords are the base of it, you know, because we are a, because it is search engine optimization, keywords are how people find you. And so I love that that's the first consideration. And of course, as a writer, I love that content is right down there, you know, as, as your base. And Well, you know, and then another big growing trend in the web is its engagement. You know, we talk about it all the time. It can't be stressed enough. But as you'll notice, if you've looked at the chart, it's not really called out anywhere. But I think that's kind of because it like flows through the whole thing. Right, Bruce? Yeah, I think engagement is part of content, obviously. Uh, if um, I think if you look at the algorithms and, and the kinds of things that Google is now spidering, clearly all those videos and MP3s and maps and everything is part of the content, and it is spiderable. It's part of your page. Uh, certainly it's part of architecture. It's part of uh, usability. It it's, uh, fosters people linking to you if you do it right. I mean... Yeah, you're right. Uh, I would say uh, that engagement objects are everywhere, and it's just an issue of maturing them as you get farther and farther up the hierarchy. Um, A little bit like analytics. I mean, you should have analytics everywhere. There is no, uh, where's analytics on here? I mean, you build it in. Right, right. right. Yeah, that was was a discussion when when, uh, we were putting the chart together was where does analytics fit in? And, and I think that the inclusion of it as not a level on, but the backdrop for is, is really what you have to do. You, you have to you know put your analytics on your website the first day it goes up, whether you have anything on there or not, because you have to know your baseline. Yeah, you have to. Well, and one of the things about this, if, if you, where can people find the chart? Well, it is at bruceclay.com slash blog. And just look for the chart. Right. <laughs> SEO hierarchy of needs is the name of the post. And if you look at the items on the chart, right now, I mean, obviously people are printing it out, but the hierarchy of needs could be the web design hierarchy of needs. Yeah. Because you need to have keywords and content. You need to have site architecture. You need to know your on-page elements. You need to have usability. You know web design is critical. Link development may not necessarily be as much of a design issue, but certainly internal links are, and analytics should be built in. So we can do that. So let's take pay-per-click. Do you need keywords? (laughs) Clearly. (laughs) All right. So we actually have the general hierarchy of needs. For SEO, this is perfect. That's straightforward. Uh, But I'd be willing to bet that most people could print this out cross off SEO, put on internet marketing, and make it work for them. Yeah, I think absolutely. I mean, even in terms of an off-site campaign, right, in terms of doing it like a branding campaign, you could still do this. I mean, obviously, you don't have the site architecture and on-page elements, but you do have the architecture of whatever the campaign itself is. You know, where is the distribution going to be? How are you going to look into it? That way, where is it going to appear on the page if you're doing a display ad? You know, what kind of display targets are you going for? The usability, you know, I mean, 
is it enticing? Is it going to bring people in? Is it attractive? And then link development, clearly if it's something like a widget or something that's going to bring you back traffic and bring you back links, I mean, that's a no-brainer too. Yep. All right. Well, I hope everybody checks that out or has a chance to. I think it probably has a, a wide application. And uh, But right now it's time for a quick break. When we come back, uh, Topher Cohen of CNN.com will be joining us on the podcast to talk about tech torture with Topher. More SEM Synergy is on the way. Don't go away. SEM Synergy will be right back. Your company's website sucks. You know it. Everybody knows it. So get a to-do list to fix it. On Target, a subscription service from Future Now and Brian Eisenberg monitors your website 24-7. Analyzing the actions of every potential customer. It gives you a to-do list. It tells you exactly what to fix and how to fix it. So that more of your visitors do what you need them to do. On Target pricing starts at $1,000 a month. See more at futurenowinc.com slash on target. Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with ConversionCritic.com. Brought to you by Engine Ready. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic tools give you the ingredients to create high converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's Conversion Critic tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit conversioncritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www.conversioncritic.com. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know they're SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Ready to learn to be a mass marketing mastermind? Take some notes from the godfathers of mass distribution. Inbox, Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. You're listening to SEM Synergy on WebmasterRadio.fm. Once again, here's Bruce Clay. Welcome back to SEM Synergy. This is Virginia, and I'm joined by Topher Cohen, SEO coordinator at CNN.com. Welcome to the podcast, Topher. Hey, Virginia. Thanks for having me. So before the break, uh, Bruce was talking about the SEO hierarchy of needs And you've been doing an experiment that kind of redefines needs, at least what we think we need from technology these days. Um, So you've been doing tech torture with Topher, and it's part of CNN.com's SciTech blog. Um, So a little background, what have you tried to live without on tech torture with Topher? So tech torture with Topher came around because I decided I wanted to open my mouth in a meeting. (laughs) <laughs> and decided that we needed something on the CNN.com SciTech blog that was an everyday guy who was trying things for a week 
to see if you could live with or without and start a conversation that the everyday tech user could get involved with. So, so far, I've done something that we called living in the cloud, which was basically I gave up using all of my desktop applications and could only, the only application I could use was a web browser and the Internet. So if I couldn't get to it via that, so I used Google Docs, um, AIM Online, Twitter Online, those kind of things. Mm-hmm. I did that for a week. I then tried to live without a smartphone for a week in a modern business situation. So they took my iPhone away from a, for a week. And the last one that we've done, I did while I was at SES San Jose, was I tried to do a travel, like a conference, without using my laptop. So I did everything on my iPhone. And so those are the ones what? I've done right now. Sorry, go ahead. So those are those are the kind of things we've done. Okay, and then you know we're we're recording this a little bit early, but as as you're listening to this, if you're listening to this and it's the 16th, Topher is in the midst of his next tech challenge or tech minus challenge or something like that. Um, and it's, it's interesting that you just kind of threw this idea out there. It's something that I think a lot of people think about, like, oh, I could never live without my cell phone or my smartphone, you know? But like, oh, I wonder what it would be like if I could or if I tried and to have a platform like CNN where you can share that experience with people and get their feedback. Um, it's kind of cool like that. It's insanely cool like that. Now, I've had a personal blog uh, called findabilitytoday.com where I've blogged about stuff before, but this is the first time where I was able to use a little bit of the media leverage of a company like CNN, and I was able to try these things out. But, yeah, you're right. I think a lot of people are curious about how it would be to live this way, whether it be with where you could sit down at any computer in the, in the world, as long as it has Internet access, you could do your job. Or if it's a, I don't want to lug my laptop to this meeting, can I do everything I need on my iPhone? Mm-hmm. And you're right. I, I, um, uh, the toughest one so far was by far the taking my iPhone away. <laughs> yeah, can't even imagine. <laughs> um, so, but was there anything that you couldn't manage without? For a week, um, I, every one of them, I had some sort of glitch. Mm. Uh, for example, when I left, when I was working without my laptop, there were websites I had to go to for work that were uh, flash enabled, so I couldn't mm-hmm. see them on my iPhone. And there was a Excel uh, a workbook that I had to open up that the app I had on my iPhone just didn't like it. Um, and the same thing when I was um, going without an iPhone, I got a smartphone, a meeting time got changed as I was en route to it, a meeting location, I'm sorry, got changed, I was en route to it, and of course I didn't get the information, and so I didn't get to go to the meeting on time. So there's been <laughs> that one thing every time where it's just not 100% able there. If it, with some pre-planning and some pre-stuff, I think you can get pretty close, but nothing I've done is I'm able to raise my hand and go, yes. You can throw away your laptops and only use your iPhone, and you can do everything just fine. I can't say that. It's very interesting. You've finally proven that for a lot of people who've never had the ability to, you know, try. So um, we're definitely in a 
in a multi-device world at the moment. Um, so videos have been a big part of the series, and Bruce has said that in about a year from now or so, video is going to be a serious advantage for search engine rankings. Is your video-heavy series part of a strategy for CNN.com to continue building out video content on the site? I think it's a two-fold attack, and I, can't, I agree with Bruce 100%, by the way. I think that video is going to be hugely important to SEO and rankings in general. And I think that here at CNN.com, like any major news site on the web, we are tr- you know, trying to give the users what they want and a better user experience. And so part of that is video. Um, we made a choice to make findable, uh, we made a choice to make Tech Torture with Topher a video blog opposed to a written blog for two big reasons. One, I think the video comes across more as me, and that's what we wanted in this. And secondly, it was an easier way to get a video up fast. It's a really, believe it or not, a low-budget thing. It's me with a flip cam and a SciTech editor and a video editor who, in their spare time, video, uh, edits my video and edits my copy. So by having me do video, it was easier to get stuff done fast and get it up on the web. But in general on CNN, yeah, of course, I think that with all sites as they evolve, where you're going to see more and more user-accessible video content becoming more prominent, especially with someone like us who has a TV station, you know, attached to us. Obviously, it kind of goes hand in hand. Right. So, like you mentioned, you um, you have a blog, and although it might not be quite as visible as CNN.com, so how, what's your... What have you noticed as far as the way people engage to your video content versus, uh, like, straight text, for example? Well, it's, it's, I find it funny that all of the posts on Tech Torch with Topher, there's content in the video that's not in written text. I write about 200 words to go with each video. And there's stuff in the written words that aren't in the video. And you can tell pretty easily from the people when they make comments if they haven't watch the video or if they haven't read the content. Mm. They, they're missing something. They ask a question that has obviously been answered. Uh, I have found out that it, I get a lot better of a response rate to videos because I've done a, plain, a couple of written blogs for CNN.com SciTech and have gotten nowhere mm. near the response that I've gotten the post I've done with video. Uh, people watch it, they get engaged, they can you know see it on other sites and they have a better chance of of understanding what I'm saying, I think. And I think that's how they get across, especially with the Tech Torture with Topher, where they can see me physically holding my phone going, I don't want to give this up. They can relate to that. Yeah. I think, like, personally, as I'm on the web, there are definitely times when I think a video is great, but then there are other times when I'm like, oh, I don't really want to watch the video right now. I want, I want just a straight news story. So I think there's still some exploration that has to happen between when video is appropriate and when a solid like text support for that video is, is really necessary. But then it leaves people just reading and not re- watching the video, and then they lose part of it. So I don't know. It's interesting. I agree. I've made a really um, push here at CNN for when we're doing videos, blogs, and just in general, to make sure that there's some copies, a good, well-written copy that goes along with it that's not only repeats or not necessarily repeats what's in the in the video, but supports it and gives more information. 
I, I don't like it. I'm sure you probably feel the same way. I'm watching this great video, and they give me a link to some great page that I really want to go to, but then the link's not in the copy underneath it, or there's no copy underneath it. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I want that link. So there's definitely you can't have one without the other, at least on the video side. Okay. So real quick, you know, something that smartphones haven't done as well yet is something like video. I mean, like an iPhone has YouTube, sure, but, you know, like Flash and that kind of thing, there's a lost experience there. Um, But I definitely use my iPhone for a lot. I use apps to read the New York Times, the LA Times, you know, tons of, of news I'm definitely taking in through apps. In your view, could the future of the news be app-based? I know it's just a idea when everyone's trying to think of how to save the newspapers, but... I think that is the future. I think that getting content to people the way they want it, whether it be on an iPhone, a Blackberry, an Android, an RSS feed, uh, a Google or a Yahoo or a Bing homepage, uh, that is the future. And I think that the, the apps specifically on an iPhone are going to play a huge role in getting not only just news stories, but mark my word, in the very near future, you're going to see some really engaging video out of these news sites on their on their iPhone apps. I'm excited for that. So am I. All right. Well, um, you can contact Topher on Twitter. You go by the name T-O-P-H-E-R-A-T-L because you're out in Atlanta, right? Correct. Topher ATL, yep. So uh, check out Tech Torture with Topher right around now on CNN.com's SciTech blog. Thanks so much for coming on the show, Topher. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm a big fan. After the break, we're going to take a look at how the transition to digital has caused a head shift in the marketing world. SEM Synergy will be right back. Don't go away. SEM Synergy will be right back. So you're telling me your affiliate program on the local Pages Affiliate Network is performing as well as your handicap? Absolutely. Thanks to their top-tier XML feed, I'm able to monetize all of my traffic. They handle all of my volume to anywhere in the world. Plus, I also get high cost per click and the most exclusive of advertisers to work with. You should join the club. Sounds good. I can't wait to join. But first, let's work on that tee shot. Use the power of local pages with over 5 billion searches per month and the largest database of paid search listings. Let Local Pages Affiliate Network personalize your account and give you the search tools and solutions you need. Become a Local Pages Affiliate today with localpages.com. How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Established in 1998, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers, ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. Here's your bill. Thank you so much, guys. Hey, it's all right. I'll take care of the tab, Jason. Well, thanks, Dave. How are you doing so well these days? It seems everyone's in a pinch for cash. RevenueWire.com, that's how. RevenueWire? Yeah, RevenueWire.com is an all-in-one platform offering affiliates high-demand software from top-notch PC utility merchants. With 75% commissions, twice-monthly payouts, incredibly accurate analytics tools, RevenueWire is making me more money today than I did in the last few years put together. Even in this economy? Especially in this economy. RevenueWire has a ton of great products to meet 
the demand. I'm telling you, this network is recession-proof. RevenueWire, the recession-proof network platform. For more information, visit RevenueWire.com today. That's RevenueWire.com. Saddle up with the Search Cowboys. Thursdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the International Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. You're listening to SEM Synergy on webmasterradio.fm. Once again, here's Bruce Clay. Welcome back to SEM Synergy. This is Virginia, and I'm here with Susan and Paula. And before the break, I talked to CNN.com's Topher Cohen about his life without tech experiments. Very interesting. And also how large traditional media operations are handling the digital crossover. Um, kind of similarly, last week, uh, during the first part of the show, Bruce talked about uh, his experience at AdTech Chicago, and he said that he was seeing a big emphasis of online and offline integration as far as the messaging of the of the show and that in a lot of cases there was this flawed belief that you can be successful online if you take your offline tactics and strategies and just transport them directly online so show of hands who thinks that can work Clearly not. Online and offline are, are very different channels. And while hooking them up, I mean, this is the point I made last week, is that while hooking them up is absolutely 100% necessary, you can't just assume that your TV ad is going to work perfectly online. It doesn't work like that. You know, it's never worked like that. It's a completely different message. It's a completely different flow. It's a completely different medium. But I think that there's a lot of I mean, it's not a bad idea to think that you're still going to be wanting to focus on brand management, customer relations, media relations. There's a lot of things that you can still use the online channels for, but you have to kind of tailor your message in a different way. You also have to be sure to use the best of both types. It's, it's as if marketers today have twice as many options on where to spend their marketing budget. That's got to be really hard. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, you basically end up with the same budget, and now you have to spend it in twice as many places, as you said, and really, it's not even twice as many places, because it's online and offline, sure. But online, you have spending it on SEO, you have spending it on PPC, you have spending it in display advertising, in your social media pushes in your viral campaigns that you're trying to get out. I mean, there are many, many, many different ways just online to do it. And offline is the same thing. You have your radio, you have your print, you have your newspaper, you have your television ads, Mm -hmm. you have your billboards. I mean, all of these are different pushes as well. You have your sponsorships of various events. Well, the point also that was made during that segment when Bruce was uh, talking about ad tech was that in the offline world, we kind of looked at the different um, campaigns in like silos, if you will. Like, here's the TV department, here's the radio department, etc. But part of the the big shift in thinking is going to occur over how do you look at online as like everything's kind of a, a web, if you will. You right. know, it's all connected. Mm-hmm. Well, and it all flows. And if you can get bloggers interested in something that you've put out, either in traditional or online media. They'll just take it into all kinds of channels that you don't even have a plan for. And, well, yeah, and that's a really big thing because, not I mean, yay, great, your message is being pushed out. 
but sometimes it's not where you intended it to go. And you need to make sure that when it's hitting people, it's not going to be in a way that's going to turn them off. I mean, people have really screwed up out there. I mean, you know, deliberately, like the Motrin moms thing. Um, But, I mean, just stuff like, oh, there was that woman who sued the apartment building the because of the or was it because the apartment? of the mold right she countersued the apartment right. oh she countersued right because she, well she was suing them and then they countersued against her but all we heard was that this apartment building was suing this mom because she or this woman because she had tweeted something that they considered libelous okay that's all we know right and then what we get next is something from the apartment company going oh we don't care we'll just sue them all and you know let the court sorted out basically, but not direct from the apartment complex. I no. think they would have said it a little differently. No, but that's that was the that next was pretty much the guy's quote was, "Oh, we're, we just sue everybody. That's what we do." Oh, right, a sue first, ask questions later approach. That <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was it. And so everybody gets blown up and up in arms. That apartment company, the, the management company, had no online strategy. They had no clue that they needed to have an online strategy. And so they were blown out of the water by people who considered them evil and, you know, persecuting this poor woman. And, you know, then you actually dig into it and you find out they had done inspections and there was no mold according to their inspectors. And that they had managed to placate everyone else in their complex and prove to them that it was okay. And that she had left a long time before that, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And suddenly the conversation shifts. And But how many people actually saw that part? How many people went and dug in and did that? Not that many, because it required effort on the part of the person hearing the story, because the company themselves were not out there pushing their own story and explaining, no, see, this is what really happened. And everybody wants to be on the side of the underdog. But at the same time, we recognize that every story has two sides. But if you're not putting your side out there, then you can't expect us to do all the legwork. Exactly. Exactly. So I I think that that's a really, really important point of brand management is that you can't assume just because you're not out there, therefore nobody's talking about you. Mm -hmm. That's exactly wrong. That's 100% wrong. You have to have a brand plan, brand management plan in the works already because you don't know when you're going to get hit by something like that and you can't assume you're too big i mean united airlines you know they get complaints each and every day and they just brush them off because they're a big company and whatever then one guy writes a song okay now they're in trouble right and then you see them scrambling and he's like all right well you know that money you can give it to charity because at this point you've lost me as a customer and everyone's going to continue hearing the message that i have and, and really, it doesn't matter whether he's right or she's right or, you know, the companies are right. It has no bearing on it. All it has to do is that these people had a voice out there and people picked them up and followed them and the companies were left floundering. Yeah. I also think he had a good song. So <laughs> right. Well, that catchy. catchy. And so content has a lot to do with what gets spread across uh, the Internet. If it's, if it's catchy, if it's interesting, if it's human interest... Yeah. And it has value. Yeah, absolutely. Some absolutely. of these things are really amplified online. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
We are out of time once again. Um, that's it for this week's show. Thank you to Webmaster Radio for producing SEM Synergy. If you have any internet marketing questions or you want to hear Bruce's thoughts on a topic, just send an email over to SEMSynergy at BruceClay.com. Check out SEMSynergy.com for info on this week's guest and topics and to see what's on the show next time. Thanks for joining us on SEM Synergy.